0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. To register for our upcoming Higher Equity Summit, examining the various barriers to equality in higher education, visit campusreview.com.au and follow the links to Higher Equity Summit. Can you tell us about the Young Australians Plan for the Planet program?
1: Sure. uh, This was... uh program that was really initiated by a couple of things. Uh, One is the release of a book I wrote um, or co-authored with a gentleman called um, John Humble um, that was published several years ago called Plan for the Planet. And it was a business planning approach to tackling the global challenges we're facing on the planet at the moment. Um, and it basically looked at using the approaches we take in business, which are very effective in running global businesses, which uh, is the um, area I was focusing on prior to this, um, in driving change. And it was fairly clear that when we looked at Um, The situation around the planet, uh, there are a lot of challenges we're facing. Uh, A lot of people wanted to get things done on them but we weren't very organized. So um, I was working in corporations and um, basically looked at how they got organized around the world. So I was working with a lot of global corporates and um, we applied those principles and that became um, Plan for the Planet. So looking at a global vision for the planet, um, what are the key challenges, what are the key objectives against those challenges, strategies, action plans, who's going to do it. Now, Several months ago, um, a number of different groups, including Questacon, the United Nations Information Centre Canberra, Inspiring Australia, um, looked at the um, work we've done in the book and were very interested in working together to look at how we could potentially use that approach to teach principles and practice in schools as well as with, with sustainable outcomes. So um, we started looking at a global program, oh, sorry, a national program um, to do that and um, that has become the Young Australians Plan for the Planet. And the actual program will um, involve 20 schools in the pilot which will operate over the next um, 9 to 12 months. It will have schools allocated for 20, what we're calling eco zones, so ecological and economic zones, um, which will cover the whole of Australia. And the pro- each school will have about a dozen students all working extracurricular to develop a sustainability plan out to 2050 for their ecozone, and then those uh, 20 plans will be rolled into a single national plan which will be presented to the Prime Minister in 12 months' time. So that's the program in a nutshell. Uh, It's um, been developed, as I said, by a group of organisations, United Nations. We're very keen because um, the core of the program is the Sustainable Development Goals um, which the program will be promoting and working with the UN to look at how that can be developed and deployed in Australia, um, but also looking at the teaching benefits um, of integrating uh, economics, uh, geography and science into a program that pulls all of those together for an outcome that's very good for Australia, which is uh, a sustainable um, Country and nation. So, so that's in it's in a nutshell, James.
0: What support will the students receive while they're developing their plans?
1: Okay, yeah, look, um, that's been a really important component of the developing the program. Uh, We're linking up with uh, universities regional universities in each of the ecozones with the schools. So for instance in Queensland, northern Queensland, James Cook University will be linking in with the uh, school in that area. So they will provide expert uh, research and development support. So with the, uh, let me see, sustainability plan for both each region and nationally, and not looking at reinventing the wheel, I found when we were writing the book plan for the planet, um, most of the answers, most of the information, most of the resources were there. It was really a matter of pulling it together and organising it. So the schools will then be working with their regional university to identify what's already happening, but pull that in together into a framework that can then be integrated into a national plan. So there'll be a regional university where talking with, uh, let me see, United Nations Youth um, Organization to plug, uh, let me see, that national team into each of the schools so that I'll have expert support on the sustainable development goals and we're also looking at business management expertise either from consultancies or potentially from the business schools in the universities so we've got a comprehensive support arrangement um, at a regional level and then obviously the program team uh, nationally will be overseeing that to make sure all of the teams get the support and then are able to pull uh, their ecozone, their regional plans together into the national plan.
0: And how did the launch of this program um, go? I believe there was a panel discussion.
1: Yeah, look, it was excellent. Um, You always, uh, let me see, you set these things up and you're very keen to see the outcomes because none of the panelists had met before. Uh, so it was an interesting approach. We had Lish Feier, uh from ABC as the compare, and it was set up very much as a Q&A panel. Uh, and then we opened the questions up to the audience, and we had um, about 100 people who um, were a mixed audience from universities, schools, Uh, let me see, um, the UN uh, Youth Organization um, and Foundation for Young Australia. So it's a very mixed audience. And it was inspiring is the only word I can use. So um, I was involved, obviously, in the writing of the original book, Plan for the Planet. But um, my sense was, how to take this forward was in extremely capable hands. I almost felt a little bit daunted getting up at the end and formally launching the program when I looked at the quality of the panel and how they'd answered quite complex questions, such as, um, you know, how, how do we tackle these challenges? How do we tackle the fact that they're interconnected? So we can't just look at one, we have to look at their relationships, And how do we overcome that sense of, um, let me see, sometimes frustration that we're working hard, but we, um, we, we sometimes feel like we're not making as much progress as we can. So the, the questions from the team were very frank. The answers from the panel were very frank. And I think that's why I found it inspiring because there was a sense for me that we've got the right Team on the case so when we started out we were thinking very much we're, we're leveraging youth, uh, we're leveraging enthusiasm and we're leveraging passion for the planet. That was all displayed there and my sense was very much we're, we're handing this very big ask to exactly the right team and with the support of the groups that I've talked about, um, I'm a more than confident i'm i'm actually really looking forward to the outcomes at the end of uh, 12 months Um, but obviously we'll be tracking those closely as we move through but we're already talking to different groups uh internationally through the un um, through the commonwealth um, at expanding the program out to firstly um, uh, asia pac nations and then potentially um, a much broader scale so we've we've got a lot of interest um obviously nationally uh, but we've already got interested in an international scale to um to expand the program out and you develop these types of programs, but it's not until um use the cliched expression the rubber hits the road that you get a real sense of whether uh, it's going to really get traction, and um, Friday night, for me, very much said, yep, we're on the right track here, we have the right team. And, and all of the teams who are supporting uh, Questacon, Inspiring Australia, United Nations Information Centre, Foundation for Young Australians, uh, the various universities, we've got Uni of New South Wales, uh, UTS, as well as ANU, um, the Crawford and the Venice Schools and James Cook University, my sense was around the program we have a fantastic team of organisations and people and it all came together on Friday night um, which was incredibly exciting. I think for everybody uh, it was a brilliant night.
0: How much understanding do these students generally have about issues surrounding climate change and sustainability Sustainability, like before they joined the program?
1: Yeah, look, I did a... Um, We've obviously done a lot of work over the last couple of months to test the viability of this approach with students, with schools, with universities, Um, and I'll just give you an example which which for me captured it. So I was working about two weeks ago with uh, over 60 Year 9 students, and um, obviously they knew, knew nothing. Um, before we actually started what turned into be a two-hour workshop. Uh, I gave them an overview of the, um, of the types of things we'd approached when we looked at the, uh, the book and the plans for the Planet, and then asked them to talk about the sort of challenges they thought that we were, um, let me see, facing on the planet. And um, they got probably 90% of those um, in a in a five-minute discussion. So if I look at that, and I actually had a, a list of all the key challenges, I put that up and they realized they, you know, in 10 minutes they'd covered um, all of the global issues. So that was very clear um, that uh, even at year nine, students have a very good ish handle on what we're facing. Uh, The second challenge was how those issues were interrelated and it was clear after another 10 minutes discussion they had a very good handle on the fact that you couldn't just tackle one or the other. So we went through that process and I talked a little bit about how the book uh, tackled those issues. Um, We talked about how well we're managing those issues. And the students gave the rating on a global scale between four and five out of 10. So, how well are we managing the planet at the moment? Well, between four and five out of 10. How well is a large corporation or large corporations managing their business on the planet? Well, probably nine to 10 out of 10. Well, if we could take those approaches and apply them to the planet, do you think that would make a difference? Well, of course. So at that point, we had a pretty good handle on what we're trying to do and what the challenges were. But the most interesting part was then I asked the students who'd never seen any of this um, business planning approach before to then spend the next 20 minutes looking at a... Challenge, major challenge in Australia. So I asked them what sort of challenges they saw Australia facing, and they talked about coal mining and pollution and uh, a lot of the issues that we're talking about. And the issue I gave them to tackle was the Great Barrier Reef. And I said, That includes all of these issues. So you've got 20 minutes to come up with a solution. What would you do on the Great Barrier Reef? They came back, there were seven groups feeding back, and by the time each of the groups had fed back, uh, we were able to capture all of that into a an action plan, and they had covered eighty percent of what needs to happen on the reef, um which I knew because there's a very good study on alternative scenarios on different options of what we do on the Great Barrier Reef and they'd nailed 80% of that. So that was a really interesting test case to say here's a real challenge, here's a quick brief on a way to approach it um, and see them and I asked the the class at the end how do you think you managed that issue and they gave themselves 8 out of 10 and they did. Um, I circulated the article of that later and that was an academic article um, which was very comprehensively put together, and they'd nailed 80% of that uh, in 20 minutes. So that, for me, was a a very um, strong litmus test um, of how well um, young people grasp the issues. I think they probably grasp them better sometimes than adults because they haven't got the let me see the baggage that often we carry when we look at these things, Um, they can see it very clearly. Um, And, you know, I think if we take our blinkers off, probably we all will as well. So there's big challenges. They see those. They also saw the opportunities of leveraging technology. Um, And one other example was I did another focus group uh, with year 10 students and asked them what they would need to make this happen. Um, And they very quickly said, we need a forum. We need a good website and forum where we can work together. And it was clear they were thinking, um, having had, again, a uh, a quick brief uh, about pulling the whole national plan together first with each of the um, components as a subpart. Now, that then said to me very quickly, the whole view of networking, working together, the whole... Of the social media has driven a much more connected ability of students to work cooperatively probably much more easily than um, people from who haven't grown up with that as their their normal milieu so So I think there's the whole benefit of um, understanding that's clearly there ability to grasp the issues and how to tackle them, Um, but there's also, I think, almost an added benefit with students um, in that they have a much more connected and sense of the interconnected than, um, than, as I said, others who haven't grown up with that as the norm. So it's a very long um, answer to your question James, but it's a key question that we've looked at from day one. Is this real, a realistic ask? And the more I look at that and the more I test that, the more I'm um, convinced that it's not just a realistic ask, it's actually the right ask. We've given the task to the right group of people. Um, if we support them properly, which we've, um, we're all geared up to do, I think we're going to get great results for Australia but equally internationally, and we're, we're seeing that with the interest we're getting already.
0: Sounds like our parliamentarians could learn a thing or two from these kids.
1: Well, the great thing is we actually had a, um, a question beamed in from Greg Hunt, uh, the Minister for Innovation and Science, who said, OK, what do I need to do, which is a, a tremendous for Australia, because he's grasping um, that nettle. Um, Within days, he was over at Questacon. Um, He was happy to, to beam in and ask a question of the panel. And I've got to say, the panel took no punches. Um they basically told Greg exactly um what he needs to do. He needs to um back off a lot of the um things he's approving at the moment and really put a rock solid plan together on sustainability. And um it'll be great to be able to send those responses back because we we filmed the um the evening on Friday to Greg and um and for him to get that feedback because uh, there was no humming and harring that the panel who were a diverse panel as I said they were from Fenner's school Foundation from the young Australians Crawford school uh, Let me see um, we'd asked all of our key participating organizations to nominate a, um, uh, a Panel member which is why they hadn't met before they only met an hour prior to the event and They um, bonded very quickly and now they walked out of the event saying, look, this was a fantastic team, we're going to keep in touch and now we're looking at using um, the team members from the panel as... Uh, let me see, as mentors for the actual program as well. So, um, yeah, as you said, there's some lessons for politicians and the fact that this will go back to um, the Prime Minister in 12 months' time. Um, but, but also it's been, um, you know, the, the ministers have already been briefed uh, on the program. So I think we'll get a lot of interest and support for, for the program from our politicians as well.
0: When it goes to the prime minister, um, do you hope it will be um, like the, some suggestions will be will be actually be implemented, or are you just worried it might just end up being smiling for the cameras?
1: No, look, it's the exact opposite. Uh, so the reason we're using business planning approaches is because um, let me see that doesn't really leave a lot of room for um, opting out. <laughs> Uh, So, you know, businesses manage uh, businesses very well because they've refined their approaches to not only building plans but delivering plans and making sure everybody's accountable. So underlying the actual uh, program, so if I call it the core operating systems or programs That will make up how this will be built and operate are really three key business management principles um, and practice. One is business planning. So the framework of the plan that will be built will look like will have a vision of Australia. It will have uh, key challenges, key objectives, strategies, actions, who needs to do what. That at its core delivery level will be based on what's called um, results-based accountability, which is a a methodology that's increasingly used worldwide. I think New Zealand's adapted it for all of its organisations for delivery of um, programs so that it's very results-oriented. Uh, it's not about um, writing up a plan that gets put on a shelf. It's about working with organisations already doing uh, this work, bringing that together and so that so that the the core benefit of the planning is to actually bring together everything that's already happening and having that uh, let me see assembled into a framework that can be working in a much more coordinated manner at a regional level and then at a national level, but also with results, um, let me see, outcomes, um, built into the program. So year one will be the build, year two for the second lot of students, so this is a rolling program, will be to review the first plan, but also review the deliverables uh, and outcomes against the first plan and refine the plan based on that. So this is how businesses work to, to operate uh, and continuously improve and that's the framework we've set up for, um, uh, for the Young Australians Plan for the Planet.
0: Will the opposition be receiving a copy as well?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so it's presented to the Prime Minister, but it's, um, we'll, we'll, if we use the, um, uh, let me see, the digital age we live in analogies, it'll be open source. So this is all about um, con- Australians contributing to their sustainable future. Uh, so that we want everybody to be engaged and involved uh, in the, the actual, the schools will do the build process, but everybody else will be feeding into that. So it's very much open source, and we're using some work that's already been done at Australian National University, looking at the type of futures that Australians want. So it's not as though we're building a sustainable future because we think that's a good idea. That research looked at sustainable Um, basically what future Australians wanted out to 2050 and the results were very clear that over 70% of Australians wanted a future that was sustainable and that was community oriented and the interesting thing about that research Will, is that they didn't, Australians didn't believe that's where we were now or that's where we're heading. So that gives a very strong remit for the students to be able to then build a plan to achieve what Australians want. Um, And also a remit for politicians to say, look, we have the research, we know where Australians want to go, we now have a plan to actually get there. Uh, So we're in a very powerful position to, uh, let me see, or the students are in a very powerful position to actually help Australia um, achieve what it wants to achieve. So um, we've got a lot of background research and capability which is supporting the program.